Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Brendan Hausler with Evoke Bike. I'm one of the co-founders of Evoke and president, and I'm a three-time Masters National Champion on the road and still hitting it with the younger guys, 10-time Pro 1 state champ in between crits, time trials, and road races. So just to give you some context, if you are new to the station of who's blabbing here about cycling, bike racing, all good things around two wheels. So I had a really good question. It was actually more a comment from an athlete that has been starting to ride some more on more mountainous terrain. And she said, man, I'm definitely getting stronger. It's not that we're doing more workouts, like something's happening. I think riding hills is great. I think there's no doubt, you know, different muscles get activated when you are riding hills consistently. The fact that it's similar to Zwift in the constant pressure aspect of things. And I'll tell you, living in Blowing Rock, North Carolina right now, when I come home at the end of a four or five hour ride, the end of the ride is very hilly. And oftentimes there's a three and a half mile climb back towards Blowing Rock's kind of on a ridge. And it's not that I'm riding harder up that three and a half minute, yeah, three and a half minute, three and a half mile climb. It's that I'm consistently pedaling. There's no, hey, I'm tired, I'm just gonna coast. And those muscle fibers are just getting more adept to working when they're tired. Now, she had made the comment, my endurance zones, riding endurance just seems so much easier. Like I'm definitely getting stronger. Are you sure my FTP hasn't changed? I think that's the great question because You'll hear, I don't use this analogy a lot because of, I think it does create some confusion, but you'll hear people talk about building from the top down, meaning working VO2 max threshold, whichever way you want to do that over unders, not sweet spot and building your fitness that way. Or they'll say build from the bottom up. And what they're talking about is having those riding more endurance When you are riding endurance, you're still working on physiological aspects of your body that have effects on your VO2 max. If you're unfamiliar with that, just go on our YouTube page and there's a video called Why Ride Endurance. And I think it highlights the big picture reason why you want to be doing these endurance rides and endurance riding is so, so, so important if you want to get faster. That is the staple of my training diet. Now, the reason I don't use that is because it kind of brings up this question, well, once athletes start to see that endurance and tempo becomes a little bit easier, that is a huge indicator of more aerobic fitness, but it might not physiologically mean that you are now clearing more lactate than you produce at your threshold power, right? Because your FTP is technically, think about it, it's when do you start producing more lactate over time than you can clear? It's not immediately. We all can ride at threshold for five minutes, for 10 minutes, 20, 15, 20 minutes. You start to feel that a little bit, right? And then it's how good are you? What's your time to exhaustion? And you know what's your rider type? You might only be able to hold threshold for 20 minutes. You might be able to do it a little bit over towards an hour. And you might say, well, what do you mean a little bit over? Like it's only supposed to be an hour. There's just so many ways that we can define FTP and there's so many different variables that we're not going to get into on this podcast. But for the biggest picture, it's how much 
lactate can you clear before that thing on your back starts to say, hey man, this is getting pretty tough. I'm gonna make you stop pedaling soon. So what I said back to her was, hey, you're riding on these mountainous areas. Is there anyone that is like, we could go do a test. I don't test athletes a ton. I definitely test less than recommendations by some softwares would say, because there's an opportunity cost to everything. If we go and test one day, that's one day we can't work on changing your physiology. That's one day that we can't ride more endurance. That's one day that we can't go work on specific things to increase your threshold power. I used to test more years ago. That's I just knew less about training. I was also self-coached at that time, which I learned a ton through self-coaching and I enjoyed that process, but I'm just so much more well-equipped having a coach and shout out to my coach, Tom. And yes, I'm actually going to email him right now about getting him on the podcast. I know you guys are like curious what we talk about. I, I, I always take it from Owen Schott, my buddy, who said that I coached him for a few years and he had just said, you know, a surgeon doesn't operate on themselves. This is good to have your second pair of eyes on what he was doing. And so the reason I want to post this is if you start to feel like endurance and tempo is getting easier, that's great. But don't think that automatically means that you have to change your zones. Maybe you didn't need to go do a test. Maybe I think as you get more into this, and this is more for the, you know, year four, five, six year training under your belt you're going to know where your FTP is at. You can feel it out. I mean, my FTP, if I went by WKO, my FRC FTP, and I don't even use TTE that much anymore, they jump around between 405 to 420, and the FRC goes between 23 and 30. (laughs) Like, it's crazy. So, obviously, my physiology is not changing that fast. It's when certain rides drop off, you, that's why you want to, you know, your coach will know, your coach will have a honed in sense of what's hard for you, what's not hard for you. And really, you know, we had, there are some amazing conversations in the discord and I didn't comment on this because I don't know enough about it because I don't do it. And I try to stay in my lane and talk about what I feel confident about. And I hope that comes across in these podcasts. These podcasts are just, I'm another cyclist sharing my opinion Yeah, I have a lot more experience than a lot of people, but that doesn't make me right all the time. And I love learning stuff. And one of the athletes who's also a coach, not with Evoke, was talking about lactate testing. I never got into lactate testing back in the day because, because it wasn't as easy as it is now. You can now get roadside test kits, but even in talking to Tom who does lactate testing, like there's still a delay. It's not perfect. If you wanna do it, do it, but you got to make sure the same person's doing it, like either you on yourself or a friend, because there's different errors that could come up in lactate testing versus the errors that we find in WKO or that we find if you're going to use a 20 or 25 minute test. So nothing is perfect. And I think another great reminder is we are so, 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 so early with training with power. The algorithms, the software, it is a huge and massive step forward, but we still know so little. I 
am not going to stand here as a coach and tell an athlete that I know everything or that I have every answer. And if anyone ever does, I would slowly walk away. So much of my communication with athletes, you know, I'm working with what we call level two, three, four, five athletes primarily because I need to be in touch with them at least twice a week to know what's going on. It's just much more beneficial to me. We have level one athletes more so because of just they're on more of a budget and I totally get that. But the athletes that invest more in themselves, no doubt reap more from a coaching benefit. And this isn't a sales plug. This, I mean, I, hey, I'm living it. I pay Tom a lot of money and I love it. It's, it's so worth it to me. I've hit more goals this year and felt good about the process because I had that other person looking over my shoulder. And if you haven't listened to other episodes, the reason I picked Tom was I searched out someone outside the US. I searched someone with a different background than me and I just kind of hit it off with him. I really liked his personality. He knew who we were, which was so humbling because Tom is a freaking ripper on the bike. And uh, I asked him like, how do you know who I am? He's like, dude, Google a cycling article, Evoke Bike shows up. (laughs) That was like, if you haven't been to the blog, somebody said in the Discord, like, I always forget about the blog. The blog is how we started. So I'm just, uh, yeah, sorry, I'm not trying to be boastful. I'm just so happy with the community that is coming around the Discord. And there's just under 300 people in there. And to have people from around the world with different experiences in different disciplines. And it's really super funny. I made the comment, like I'll peek my head in like the mountain bike or cyclocross thread every once in a while. Just to, I, I talk a lot, no doubt, but I think I listen more just to see what people are talking about. What's the issues, what's working, what's not working. So another podcast with tangents, just remember if you're building from the bottom up, Maybe that will be, maybe I will use that analogy more because I think it is a good one. There is times where your endurance as you get aerobically fit through your journey in cycling, you will get so much stronger if you can build up that endurance zone two, the tempo zone three capabilities. But just remember that doesn't necessarily mean your, your FTP will change. Good luck with your training. Jump in the discord. The, I will post a link here below and just you don't have to chat just listen read there's usually a different topic almost every day so good luck with everything we'll talk to you soon